0: Today is a great day. You're listening to the DMV Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Cole from Abidoodle Productions Videography. On this episode, I got to talk with Cindy Wells, who owns and Lace Bridal Boutique in Edgewater, Maryland. I love their shop. They're always the first shop I tell people they have to go to. Their service is wonderful. Their staff is wonderful. And today, Cindy and I talked more about why you should be shopping local for your bridal gown, and also tips about your actual appointment, when you should be ordering, um, what kind of inspiration to be bringing and trusting your stylists, and things along that line. So Cindy has been married for five years. Um, she's been working in bridal's Uh, for almost 15 years. Uh, She's got four cats and a dog and she fronts two bands. She fronts a metal band and an acoustic band, which I just think is super rad. Um, So without further ado, I'm so excited to share this episode with you. So let's hop in. Hey, Cindy, we are so glad to have you on the podcast today. If you just want to give us a little introduction for yourself.
1: Uh, Well, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Cindy, of course, and I own Love & Lace Bridal Boutique in Edgewater, Maryland, where we've been um, in the Edgewater area for about four years. Um, we do primarily bridals. We just started dabbling in a couple flower girls and mother's dresses, but for the most part, we focus on um, all brides all the time. Awesome. And we um, were located right in Mitchell's Chance, so across from the Fuji Steakhouse and the All-American Steakhouse. Easy to find.
0: Awesome. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, I know you've been in the bridal business for a really long time, so maybe a little bit of your experience there, and then also like how you came to open your own bridal boutique.
1: Well, back when I was younger and I was running these bridal shops, I was working for uh, people, and I just got to a point where I was like, I can do this better than they can mm-hmm. and my, my husband always said if you got to a point where you think you can do something better than your boss you should just go do it um but I took took a break and I was a nanny for 10 years and then I decided I, I couldn't be a nanny again because it, it breaks your heart every time you leave the family so yeah. it was just time to open up my own bridal shop um so, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if I do it better than everyone else at this point, because the bridal industry has changed so much in the last 10 years. Um, I kind of got in thinking it would be pretty similar to what it used to be, but it's actually a whole different beast. So I am really relearning everything as I go. Like there's some things that never change, but there's a lot that has pretty much um, totally it's totally different from 10, 15 years ago ago in bridal's
0: wow interesting okay cool so when you opened up shop then um what was that experience like was it kind of surreal and then how did you figure out like how to hire on staff and and kind of figure that all out
1: well when i first opened i only signed a six month lease and i was in about a 350 square foot space so Mm -hmm. i really was just putting my toes in the water to see if it was even possible and we just did uh strictly consignment or i just did strictly consignment Uh, I quickly outgrew that space and found myself only needing that six months in order to move to the the cottage that we were we were in before this big shop. Mm -hmm. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. It just it was a natural progression. And I I, I did everything out of pocket. So there was no loans or anything. So if it did go under for if it didn't work out, I was only out the money that I put into it. Fortunately, it, it it didn't work out that way. And I was able to upgrade to uh, the, the cottage. Um, but I wasn't afraid. I've always been a person who was just like, just do it, just find out I'm not getting any younger. And, uh, you know, you never know until you just, you try it and you just, I just fell face first into it. And there's really been no looking back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then I know that pretty recently you transitioned into this bigger space. So what was that process like?
1: That was stressful. (laughs) (laughs) I did not want to leave the little cottage. I love that cottage. It was the perfect amount of space. I love the intimacy there. And... I was really reluctant to leave. However, I knew when I signed the lease that I would only have about two or three years there since the owners wanted to take it over for their business. Mm-hmm. So I was really between a rock and a hard place. Um, if I didn't find another pl- place to do business, then you know, I-, I would be getting deliveries at my house because I needed somewhere for these dresses to come in. So I, I did take some time to look around. Um, and there just wasn't a whole lot in the edgewater area. I didn't want any to go any closer to Annapolis cause there's always already so much down there. Mm-hmm. So the new space, uh, I, again, I just kind of bit the bullet and I was like, here we go. And I just signed a lease. And it, honestly, it was, it was the most stressful time that I've had so far. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was just a huge blur. It was like six months of just spending money and making decisions. And I was absent from the cottage and. Um, fortunately I have a great team to take care of everything, but moving to the larger space was, was quite an obstacle.
0: Yeah. And how, and how is that going now?
1: You know, girl, there's, there's days, you, <laughs> know, so, <laughs> you know, I always try to keep it real with everyone. Yeah. Even on Facebook and Instagram, it's hard out here. It's hard out here to compete with the other shops and the online market. Some days are great. Like we had a great June, mm-hmm. but July, I think we've sold three. Mm-hmm which is, is not good. So that's one of the things is that, that's changed in the bridal market is that 10 years ago, people who came in were actually interested in purchasing. Now you have to try to get that bride on the second or third time. So mm-hmm. it's rarely an opportunity where we're able to find a sale within the first appointment. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's That can be tricky
0: for sure. Um, I will say that you guys are always the first bridal shop I recommend. I love your shop. I loved the cottage, and I love the bigger space now. I've got to work with a lot of your staff and seen a lot of brides in your dresses, and I just uh, adore working with you guys, um, and I really want to talk about why brides should be shopping local, um, and I love that you keep it real. I love that we're diving into this with a little bit of business talk to to know like the behind the scenes of it all. Um, but what would you tell brides um, about local shopping as they're getting into wedding planning and looking for a bridal gown?
1: Well, shopping local is so important, not just for bridals, but for anything that you can get at a, at a mom and pop place. Um, I always say that you're never going to get the same level of expertise and attention from an online Retailer, mm-hmm. You know, J.J. House or D.H. Gate or wherever you're going, it's not going to call you or email you after your wedding to see how it was. They're not looking forward to the pictures mm-hmm. of you all dialed up on your wedding day. They don't know your story. You're just a number. Same with big box bridal. You're just a number. I like to compare it to bridal cattle. If you don't buy, the next girl is. Mm-hmm. So they're only invested in you for that short period of time that you exist in their life. After that, it doesn't matter. Me, I know your name. I know your fiance's name, I follow you on Instagram, my staff knows you, we follow up. If there's a problem, if there's a hiccup with shipping, we're on top of it, we're calling you. Um, So it's just a whole different level of security that comes along with shopping local. Um, So it's really important, to whether it's my shop or another mom and pop, to just be true to your community and instead of using us as try-on places, and then go buying it on pre weddingdress.com that you take five seconds to think about, hey, that right there, that's the owner, she's here today, like this matters to her, she knows my name, you know, she knows my wedding date and all that stuff. To me, you're not just a number or a bottom line to a four billion dollar a year company, like Mm -hmm. every person that comes in, it does matter whether we make a sale or not and it matters that we have um, positive reviews and referrals for people to come back.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I think that's so important in especially the wedding business, especially small businesses. Um, And I just think that's really valuable information for people to have. So that's awesome. Um, So I also want to kind of transition and talk about um, some advice to brides when they are coming in for a fitting, like how are they preparing? What do they need to know? Um, Where do you want to start with that?
1: So the first thing is, uh, try not to think about it too much. Don't mm-hmm. try to dive into Google and all these not forums and stuff like that because your, <laughs> really your experience is different from everyone else's. Mm-hmm. There's we don't meet a bride who um, is really cookie cutter. So if the internet's telling you to bring bras and shoes and spanks, please don't unless you plan on wearing that exact item for your wedding day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. A lot of dresses are backless so you don't need a bra or you can't wear Spanx. Um, And if you are absolutely set on wearing Spanx, then you should bring those in so that we can work around it and find you a a dress that has a back high enough to cover it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the most important thing though is coming in with an open mind. Like I noted before, uh, trust your stylist. Mm -hmm. You know That's what they're paid to do. That's what I've trained my staff to do is to not only size the bride up when she comes in, By the time we even start a conversation, myself or my stylist already have three or four dresses picked out for you in their head, and they'll just go right to the racks, try it on, and if you just trust in the process, your life will be a whole lot easier.
0: Yeah, so as a stylist, what is it that they are picking up on and perceiving from what they're saying, from what they look like, that is like setting off those alarm bells in their head, being like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to pick for you.
1: Mm-hmm. so first and foremost they're trained on the inventory so my girls know the difference between a natural waist and a drop waist they can look at a bride and see where her waist is sitting and uh, drop waist might not be the most flattering style now if the bride is like i need a drop waist sure we'll put you in one mm-hmm. but their eyes are already kind of sizing you up so if you come in and you say i'm an eight and we know you are 14 in jeans we know you're lying <laughs> so we're, we're going to pull you the right size and the right silhouette. Um, so it's really important for them to know their inventory really well, yeah. and to to talk with the bride not only about her style or the silhouette or if she's been out other places, but to talk to her about her budget too. Um, that's one thing that some people are reluctant to uh, talk about because mm-hmm. they think, oh, money, uh, bridal shops they want my money. Well. Yeah, but we also don't want to pull you something that's twenty five hundred if you're only working with fifteen. Right. So we're trying to get to know them, not only their style and their preferences and their um, you know, if your wedding's in July versus December. So those things are, are what the stylists pretty much pick up on.
0: Gotcha. And when it comes to their planning timeline, when do you suggest that they come in, like how far in advance before they like have to be in the dress?
1: Well, for us, this is just for my shop. We like to say a minimum of 10 months Mm -hmm. to 12 months. That's kind of the ideal time for us because most of our designers take about four to six months to order. Mm -hmm. And then you have to think about alterations. Alterations tax on another three months. And then you have to consider any delays to shipping. You know, it happens just like anything else. You know, you're expected on one day and it comes, you know, a week later. So if you give yourself that 12 months, 10 to 12 months, it really saves you on stress and it saves you on rush fees from the designer and rush fees from your seamstress
0: so let's talk about alterations then for a minute what is it that alterations are taking care of if you know someone has put on their wedding dress they love how it looks it's their size then what is the tweaking that the alterations are going to be doing
1: well usually the basic alterations are perhaps putting in bust cups tightening the the bodice if it's strapless Mm -hmm. Um, Tighten up spaghetti straps or tank straps and then of course the hem and the bustle which is almost a guarantee um, everyone needs a hem and a bustle and for some reason people think that bustles come with wedding dresses which is not true I don't know where people found that information or what program they're watching that says dresses come with a bustle mm-hmm. yeah
0: well I but, assume that too I just like they, they all have one they must all
1: just come with them but yeah that's now, good
0: information <laughs> yeah
1: the, the bustle corresponds with your hem length. So if you're mm-hmm. five foot four, your bustle's going to sit a little differently than a six foot one person. Gotcha. So it, it really can't be done until after the dress has been hemmed.
0: Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's really good to know. Um, and then let's talk about, in particular, your uh, bridal experience. When people are coming in, is there kind of rules or suggestions about like who they're bringing with them, how they're showing up, and then sort of how that appointment runs.
1: So I am a stickler about who people bring because mm-hmm. the, the people that you bring will either make or break your appointment. Um, there's there's two points of view. So the first one is for the bride. Please only bring people whose opinions you truly value. These are the people that you are, what we call your decision makers. You couldn't possibly buy a dress without this person present mm-hmm. because you value their opinion so much. Um, it also helps to eliminate some stress factors. Um, if you bring 13 people, the chances are you're not gonna please all 13 people unless you've had a conversation with them beforehand Beforehand, that says, hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to be on Team Bride. I know we all don't like the same things and I know your shopping experience was different than mine and you went to 15 shops and I only went to two. Yeah. But this is this is my journey. You've had your time or you will have your time. Please let me enjoy this moment and, and don't sabotage me. Definitely. So, there are those people that come in and their main goal is to make the bride feel uncertain, mm. to plant seeds of doubt. And those are the worst kind of people you can bring. If if she's Debbie Downer in real life, don't bring her to the bridal shop. <laughs> yeah, And then on the stylist side, you know, we spend 90 minutes minimum, you know, two, three, four hours sometimes with brides who come back two or three times. So we're invested in that sale, not just monetarily, but we want to see you happy. Mm-hmm. And if we see your appointment being sabotaged by someone who is the sister-in-law to your cousin or something like that, it upsets us. So we don't want to play counselor the full, the full time. We don't want to bring you tissues or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we also don't want our sale stolen because someone is planting seeds of doubt. So it, it really matters who you bring. It really does. And like I said, they can make or break your appointment. We've seen it time and time and time again. So only bring the people whose opinions you truly value. We we kind of tap it out at four. Mm-hmm. If someone calls and they want five, of course, we'll let them bring that many. But if you want to bring more than that, then I would suggest doing our premier appointment, which we can accommodate on Thursdays or Sundays. So you can bring up to nine people. Um, it's after hours. Uh, there is a fee associated with that. But you get... Um, wine or a dessert tray or a charcuterie board, stuff like that.
0: Awesome. Okay, cool. And then kind of functionally as a bride um, meets with a stylist and goes back and tries things on, kind of what are the steps um, there to to find a dress?
1: So our process is a little different from a few other places. Mm -hmm. So we like to start with the dress that we think is the one. It hits all the marks that the bride was uh, saying that she wanted we think it'll look good on her she's excited to try it on so we'll start there mm-hmm. that way every single other dress after that has to be better if it is not better then it is not the one yeah if you're if you're picking dress two three four apart uh, but you loved everything about dress one we'll keep it in the dressing room we'll try it on again so but if we're missing the mark at least we know the styles that she's she likes and we have the inventory in our head so we can go back to our racks and just pick out a couple more. We like to say start with eight, but um, we can always you know, swap them out for other ones if we're trying on things. We're like, oh, she's really liking ball gowns. I'll go and pull three more ball gowns or something. Mm -hmm. Um, From that point, it's really just about narrowing it down to your top two or three, and the one that you pick or a bride should pick should be the one in her head she's thinking, man, if I was told I cannot have this dress, I would be so upset. Mm. So it's gotta be a gown that you really can't see yourself missing out on.
0: Yeah, I love
1: that.
0: So. Awesome. So is there anything else um, in sort of the bridal experience that you wanted to touch on before you move on?
1: Just to have fun. And mm-hmm. I like I tell people all the time, the hardest decision is not your wedding dress. I hate. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> but it's really not the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. You've already made the most important decision. Who will you marry? Mm-hmm. Who will be your partner for the rest of your life? Just try to remember that in the timeline of your life, this is just a blip on your radar. This is a luxury item. You don't need this to exist or to be married. You should be having fun with it. Definitely, I love and, that. And enjoying the process. Cool.
0: Awesome. Well, I would love to ask you what I ask everybody, which is for either like maybe an uplifting story or your favorite part of the job or something like that.
1: Sure. So my favorite parts of the business nowadays is not necessarily the selling. I really don't get on the floor that much anymore. I don't don't do the selling. Kristen and Nicole do that. Mm -hmm. But for me, my favorite part is when The wedding's over, and we're sent or tagged in their finished results. So to see the bride with her groom on their day, to kind of see it all come together, that's really exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, we can tag the designer and let them know, like, hey, look at your bride, our bride, look what we did. And all the vendors are really excited about it, and we're able to share in that with the bride.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. That's always a really cool thing. I think for vendors who aren't, you know, photographers and videographers who are like with them every step of the wedding day to then be able to look at like the images and the video of the aftermath. It's, that must be so cool to like see your product on that bride who looks stunning. Definitely. That's so cool. Um, and then how about one pro tip for our brides listening?
1: For the brides listening, I would say your partner is going to love you in whatever you wear. So don't think about it too much there. He's not going to tell you to head back up the aisle and try again. (laughs) It's going to be jaw dropping. He's going to love you. He's going to embrace you and just, just trust your gut, go with your gut. You don't need to think about it too much. Just, he loves you or she loves you. And at the end of that day, you guys will be married and it'll all just be a a fuzzy, beautiful dream. (laughs)
0: Love that. (laughs) Um, And then how about one pro tip for other vendors listening?
1: I guess for other vendors, I would say work together, Mm -hmm. promote one another. The best thing that you can get is a professional referral. Mm -hmm. Um, I take those very seriously, so I know from working with vendors such as yourself and uh, a few others that I can confidently say, go see Abby. Mm -hmm. She's gonna take care of you. And I hope that other vendors say the same thing about us go see Cindy and her team. They're going to take care of you. So if if we all work together, um, there's brides for all of us. Mm -hmm. So we just got to support one another and not be um, petty.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Um, And Mm
1: -hmm. then just let us know where people can find you. So we're really active on social media. So uh, Instagram at Love and Lace Bridal Boutique, which has an underscore in between each word Mm -hmm. Um, and on Facebook at love and lace bridal boutique and finally our website which is love and lace awesome
0: well thank you so so much for being here on the podcast today i feel like so much valuable information and advice was shared so i'm just super thrilled um to have had you on
1: you're welcome thanks for having me on
0: thanks for tuning in to this episode of the dmv wedding pros podcast to learn more about love and Lace Brattle Boutique, you can follow the links in our show notes, and you can also hop over to our Instagram. It's at DMV Wedding Pros Podcast, and comment there on Cindy's post and let us know what you loved about this episode. If there's anyone that you would love to hear featured, you can also shoot us a DM. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review. Let future listeners know what they can expect and why they should tune in.
1: Till next time.